Last orders at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales, a curated 5e Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the tales of the Yawning Portal campaign module by Wizards of the Coast. Previously on Tavern Tales, the fight with the giant scorpions continues as Vulcan is principally targeted. Will the group make it out of this one alive and intact? Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So come sit down and laugh with the enemy, raise a glass and sing to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So Oh man, that dusty red one's going in for a big swipe on the uh, on the wing guy. I hope he doesn't take too much meat off of him, cause you know, as much as you said he looks like he tastes burned, I don't know, he bleeds pretty freely. I've hit you with one. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a 19 and a 20 and a 13. I don't think the 13 hits Vulcan. Does not. Hit. So the 19 is the claw to grapple you. So it just squeezes because you didn't free yourself from the grapple before, and the stinger stabs down at you, forcing you to make another constitution saving throw or take poison damage. 12. That is exactly enough for you to only take 11 points of damage again. Okay. So are you resistant to poison as well when you're raging or not? No. That is lamentable. You only take three points of damage from the claw. That was the dusty red one. The black one also grappling you chitters mightily and angrily like trying to pull you free from the other one so that it can eat you itself and it will roll its attack i have a nat 20 on the stinger nice so you're gonna take 14 piercing damage from the stinger is that already halved that is the total okay so seven yeah and then you took three from the previous stinger because i forgot to do that damage as well and then you have to make your constitution saving throw which i would really hope you succeed at this one 18 that is enough for you to only take 22 poison damage Ooh, that's enough to knock me down Uh uh-oh all right because the the uh claw gets you as well giving you one fail one fail to your death saves Uh uh-oh So, the limp form of Vulcan is held between the two scorpions who start to move towards him to consume him. My claws have since retracted at this point. Vulcan, it's your turn. Make a death save. Are we still doing the thing where we just roll it in secret? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm still abiding as well by the rule that we have been abiding by for the last five years that 20s and ones are just single fails and single successes in my world so we don't know if he's at two failed saves or not but i will tell you both that the scorpion's next turn will be to eat vulcan thesis what would you like to do i'm gonna attempt to grapple the 
scorpion in front of me, the dusty rose one. And? And chuck it into this. All right. Thing. I mean, it's a long shot, but. You just have to beat their armor class. Somebody has a reaction to add four to your check. A likelihood of this failing is very low. But saying that. <laughs> yeah, you say it now. You gra- go to grapple the dusty red or the yeah, black one. Yeah, the, the dusty red one is closest, right? So They're both equidistant to you. The mm. black one has taken less damage. The black one is bigger. I don't know how heavy they are, so. But color-wise, they're both the same weight class, so it doesn't really matter. It's just that right. one has taken black a lot one. more damage. Than black the other. one. Perfect. So just one dice to check to grapple? No, it's... That's two? It's your... Disadvantage. Uh, yeah. All right. Does enhanced ability also give, um, is it called? No, just advantage. Yeah, that's what. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think this is just a single die. It's an attack. Attack, yeah, to grapple. 17. That is absolutely enough to beat the armor class of the creature. You grab it. Where do you grab hold of this scorpion as you grapple it? Like the butt, <laughs> just like underneath the tail. All right, to you like, get the tail yeah. by one side and the other hand yeah, underneath. Yeah, and I'm going to try and leverage it and chuck it up and see if I can get it into the... All right, pull it back, give it a, a turn, yeah, toss tur- up. Yeah, hammer throw, check. This is a hard check. Normally, this check would be done with disadvantage because this creature is oh. bigger than you. I said normally. Yeah. But your carrying capacity has been increased by the context of this spell, removing any need for disadvantage because you are able to pick up this large creature a size bigger than you at no penalty so because there's no penalty because the carrying capacity is increased you actually have advantage on the check because they get you get both things nice so you have advantage on this athletics check to throw this scorpion in with the crayfish all right Dinner time. <laughs> All right. I might need whatever you can do. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. So that's 19. That is more than enough to yeah. get what you needed to throw this thing up. Dinner time. Two of its claws. Yeah. Hind legs catch on the glass as the rest of it is thrown into the pool, forcing Zuvis and the crayfish to back up as this large black scorpion is hurled into the pool, releasing its hold on the unconscious form of Vulcan, thankfully not doing any damage, even though both scorpions had hold of him at the time. Did he fall to the ground or did he fall in the water? Vulcan is currently being held by the dusty red scorpion. You've taken your action. Yeah. Is there anything else you can do with your turn? Am I close enough to Vulcan to touch him? Yes, you could probably touch Vulcan. Yeah. What what happens on a touch? High five. Lots of things you'd like to do, nothing you can. Yeah. All right. Just to be clear, the bronze scorpion finally moves in to attack you next turn. All right. Seeing you as a threat. I am a threat. I'm going to take him out too. I hope. Crayfish, I hope you eat well tonight. Yes. <laughs> Please tell me heal is not touch range. No, it's not. Which heal? My rod of resurrection heal. I think that's, you have to touch them. Well, it just gives the heal spell, doesn't it? Um, Which choose a creature you can see within range. Okay. 60 feet. Don't you have healing spells as well? I have to touch him for those. So, okay. This one will regain all of his hit points though. I mean, if you want to take 2d6 falling damage, you could just use your move action to fall down there and touch him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's 2d6 falling damage. What's what's the most that's going to be 12? 
That's a quarter of my health. <laughs> Land on the uh, I haven't got scorpion. to use the rod yet. It's cool. It only has five charges, right? But I gain one back daily at dawn. And in order to re- resurrect someone, you, you need, need five. all five charges, right? Yeah. There are still five scorpions down here in this terrarium, right? How many hit points is heal going to give him back? 70. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It's a bomb ass heals. Choose a creature you can see within range. A surge of positive energy washes through the creature, causing it to regain 70 hit points. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's great. I can just keep like... Zap. Bing, 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 bing. Well, no, you can't. Remember, five times. But I thought to resurrect took all five charges. Yes, but I can heal you five times. That's the one thing I've learned when we use or pick magical items in the future, looking at who can attune them or use them. Who's the most consistent character in all of our games? Jot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Thesis, that was your turn. It is now Zuvis's turn for the third round of combat. I would like to use my magical item. Which magical item are you going to use? Rod of Resurrection. Where did you get this item? What happened? What does it look like? I was bestowed with the gift of it from the royal family when I first became a palatine. And it was the gift that they gave me. Tell me the story. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is your top level magical item. So tell me how this came to be. When I was a younger trident, my family was part of the commoners. And I was playing in the forest with some of my friends. Kelp forest? Yep. Okay. Seaweed, all of that. Underwater forest. And... We heard a commotion and swam to go see what was happening. And there was a bunch of, what are they called, bandits that were attacking what looked like to be a royal seahorse carriage. And I used all of my fighting skills to- Which is not much. Nope. To scare off the bandits. Maybe you used your alchemist tools to- Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I don't- Yeah. You're definitely not- punching and hitting no. things with swords. I used my alchemy to scare off the bandits. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that I rescued the very young princess to the royal family. And I escorted her back to the palace. Mm-hmm. And as a gift, they named me their palatine to continue negotiations and ensuring the safety of their kingdom. Cool. And as part of that, the gift that they gave me was the Rod of Resurrection. Cool. And of course, it was just a ceremonial rod at the time because they, they no longer had the ability to charge it. Yes. And recently, you completed a quest to find the charging element for this rod of resurrection and bring it to its true power. Yes. Essentially, you went to Radio Shack <laughs> and you got the new charging cable, but that was broken. Let's be fair. Radio Shack doesn't sell those things anymore. <laughs> I know. Now they're into crypto or something. This is wireless charging. Yeah. <laughs> so you got the jewel or whatever it is that's inset in the top of it. Yes. And it is charged. You've been tasked with bringing back the fully charged rod of resurrection to return to your people. And in so doing, as a completion of this quest, you will get to marry the princess. Yes. Aw. So using these charges at all is risk because you're not sure necessarily if it will recharge appropriately and you won't overexert the thing and cause it to crumble to dust. Correct. It's always last-gen tech. You can never be 
sure about, right? <laughs> All right. You swim back over to the edge, grab the edge, pull forth your rod of resurrection, and you do what? I point it towards Vulcan, and I say the casting word, which is comaferium. Okay. Comaferium. And as I do that, the rod begins to light up, mm-hmm. and a ray of light just shoots towards Vulcan. Healing for how much? 70 hit points. Wow. Overkill. Yeah. Nice. How many hit points can you take in healing? I have a max of 75. You have a max of 75 hit points? That's my max health. I have 66. Oh, I'm the weak one. Okay. How many hit points do you have now? 70. And you are no longer blind, deaf, or diseased. (laughs) It wasn't any of those things to begin (laughs) with. Yeah. Could have fooled me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, you've been knocked unconscious. Your rage has ended? Yes. Okay. So, it is now the scorpion's turn. The black scorpion is going to attack... Black scorpion is up up in the... I know. Is going to attack Zuvis. Ah, shit. I don't think a 211's a 17, though, might hit... Nope. I'm 18 with my cloak. Okay. Yeah, you're swimming in half plate i'm holding on to the edge right now right but then yep. you keep reaching into your bag and casting spells yeah. but i don't really care you can stand at the bottom and mm. breathe your water so yep. no i miss apparently with the black scorpion the bronze scorpion rushes into deal out blows to thesis okay so one of the claws misses entirely with a, a natural one another claw reaches out snakes out to grab you with a 20 yeah, that would be a hit. Exactly. So it does six points of bludgeoning damage, grappling you as the claw rakes out and catches hold of you. The stinger stabs downward towards you with a total of 21 to hit. So definitely hitting, doing seven piercing damage as the sharp barb of the stinger pierces into the trapezius muscle in your shoulder and neck area as it comes lashing in and then would do poison damage am, to you, but you I'm are immune. immune to poison damage. So there's no need to roll that constitution <laughs> okay. saving throw. Total of 13. The dusty red scorpion, though, still having a hold of the formerly unconscious form laying on the ground figure of Vulcan, cuts into you with a crit with its claw doing 12 bludgeoning damage. Its other claw only gets a 14 to hit, so that would be a miss. And then its stinger attempts to stab into you. I have 18. Is that enough? Yeah, that hits. Then the 18 is the stinger doing seven points of piercing damage, forcing you again to make that constitution saving throw. 16. Ugh, that is enough. You only take t- 11 poison damage. Jesus. Okay. Do my death saves go away? Yes, they now disappear. So did you fail or succeed? Or I'm guessing you failed. Uh, I was one away. Nice. And Got I was you. very much considering that if he went away, that someone from my past may come back. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. <gasps> Shiria. Heroes never die. Might have, might have been. <laughs> I was kind of wondering, like, if that happened, there is a reason somebody's telling this story right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. He's the gnome. It's what? Erky Timbers. It's Erky Timbers that's telling the story. Oh, yeah. That might be why Yashiri is in your head, because... He's anyway. like he's like Yashiria. And then my wife joined the fray. <laughs> oh my gosh. Might have happened. Well, I, I stayed that. home with all the kids. That was the three scorpions now. Um the three scorpions have now acted. It is now Vulcan's turn. And I'm still on the ground, right? Um, you are grappled and on the ground. 
So to get up, will I have disadvantage on that? You cannot get up without breaking the grapple. Then getting up would be half your movement. There is no need for you to get up or break the grapple if you wish to fight the scorpion that currently has you. Yeah, I'll bonus action to rage again. Of course. (laughs) And then I will attack with, I I go with the claws again. Okay. So laying on the ground, pinned by this grappling claw of this dusty red scorpion. Vulcan vibrates with rage and anger. His eyes glow wearily. His wings flex. Even though he cannot move and he is currently restrained, he cares not for this as he reaches out with his ravening claws, which have now popped out with a little plinko sound, and he attacks. Okay, I will attack with my claws. One definitely misses. Darn. Going to assume a 22 and a 26 hit. As I've said, 15 15 is all you need. You've hit. You've managed to definitely strike true with your claws and now do your damage. 19 damage. You've defeated the dusty red scorpion. It falls lifeless. How does it die? So one of my claws, because you said it was like chittering and stuff, right? Yeah. So one of my claws as I swipe upward, catches it in the mouth and hunks off a piece of its cheekular area. Mm -hmm. And then the other club using this newfound hole in its mouth goes straight up (laughs) into its brainular chasm. Which is the proper scientific term for that? Yes. Brain compartment. Toss it up. It falls lifeless on top of you as you lay there. And of course, because you've done this, brain now leaks all over you. Uh, Fucking course. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? In this, the third round of combat? I can't get up, can I? Or You are currently grappled. Well, wait, it's dead. How am I grappled by it? Because you are grappled. It grappled you. It did not have to actually make any further effort until you choose to free your, try to free yourself. You can consider it this way, that the claws are serrated edge to it, and they've closed around you. It doesn't have to give any effort unless it exerts it to... F- cause you to be there so you can't free yourself from the dead thing that's now on top of you until such time as you take an action to do so so i will can't can't do anything else yeah your bonus action's done your action's done you end your turn laying underneath a scorpion the gray scorpion a sickly gray scorpion climbs over the dead scorpion to also attack thasis because they Uh. they being in the back would always be readying an attack no. in case they can move into space. So Boo. they will all they will do their attack on you. The stinger gets you for seven points. Wait, of am I still grappled? Yes, you're still grappled. Oh. The stinger gets you for seven and a, a another claw from the gray one gets you as well for six. You don't like that. I don't either. Just gonna say. Yep. You're double grappled now. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? <sighs> Throw them into the thing if I'm double grappled. <laughs> uh, you don't need to move. No, but I can't throw them. I mm. have to grapple them to throw them. Right. Use the momentum of their grapple. Use your rocket boots. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the condition also ends if an effect removes the grappled creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is hurled away. So, right. yeah, I would say it, it does can... increase the difficulty of hurling them away. Yeah. But you're currently already grappled. Okay. You don't actually have to grapple the creature 
in order to do it. You just have to make the check. But because it's the one grappling you, I would say that it should be done with disadvantage. To grapple? Yeah. All right. With not them, not to grapple, to throw. Oh, okay. With them still having the bull thing, would that yes. discount the disadvantage? So it is just, it is a non-advantaged check, which it was advantaged before. Now yeah. it's just a regular check. Do I have to grapple though? No, you're okay. already in the grapple. Okay. They're already close enough to me. Bronze one and bronze, the gray one. Bronze the one. gray one attacked you first. Gray one. Sure. 15. That is not enough. Reaction. <laughs> Should have waited. <laughs> You take hold of the gray one and you hurl it with all your strength into the pool with the assistance of Zuvis, who's just used his last one. I still have one more. What? You haven't done it four times now? Nope. So what are you doing? Hmm. Flash a gene. Okay, so I like spin around and get an extra leverage off of the bronze one. Is that? I I blow out wind and it lifts it the rest of the way. (laughs) (laughs) You're like... No, leverage the other one or something. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> Put your back into it. You hear Thesis go, <laughs> it's Nom Nom's time. So you launch the gray one into the pool where it lands. This time, like, two legs catch hold as well. It almost lands on top of the black one. But, of course, it's water and they're sinking and whatnot. So it, it doesn't. It slides off to one side. And that was Thesis's turn. Now it's the crayfish's turn. And so I would just like, well, each of you could please roll a couple of d20 to serve as each of the crayfish. Oh, god damn. I should have been a crayfish. <laughs> you should not have. I'm not a crayfish. Half lit, yeah. half crayfish, crayfish. Yeah, so they each get to make two attacks. So, how did you do on your two attacks, Marie Claire? I got a 14 and a seven. Okay, and how did you do, Aaron? Three and a two. <laughs> Very badly done. That, that crayfish is everybody laughs at them. His name is Phil. <laughs> how did you do, Paige? 11 and 16. So, three of those crawfishes' attacks have hit, doing a total of 21 damage, and that's just half of the crayfish attacking so the black one is no longer alive at the end of this righteous feasting that begins nom, nom. on the crayfish's part cool the gray scorpion though its eyes alight upon you zuvis as the weakest of the prey in this pool that's what it thinks true that's what it thinks and we turn now to the top of the round where it is Zuvis's turn. I'm going to jump down. <laughs> I... Are you going to fall down so that you can do your action of shooting your thing as you fall, not caring about the 12 points of potential damage? Or are you going to use your action to make strength saving throw to try to ameliorate this damage that you might take? Well, I also thought about if there is a way to use wind ball to push the crayfish holding onto the glass into the water fully. But I don't know. Oh, it's definitely going into the water. I was just color of the legs. I'm going to attempt to do an athletics check to reduce damage going down. All right. Not going to go well, but that's okay. But it's better than nothing. Mm, Is it? I either try to reduce damage or I just take the damage. But if you try to reduce damage, you don't get to do an attack. You don't get to do an action this turn. If you just fall, you'll get to do your action. Do you want to hurt people? Or do you want to not get hurt as much? I'm, I'll fall. 
so that I can take an action when I get down. I'm just going to cast Firebolt because that's what I have ready and prepared. Okay. Yeah. 20. Is a hit. Wonderful. Didn't really tell me what you're aiming for, so I assume the gray one in the tank yeah. with you? No, not the one in the tank with me. I don't the, know. What you is didn't it? tell me. Is it a dusty red one that's still there? No, that's dead. That's dead? Yeah. What are the other... What ones have approached? There is the bronze one that is currently oh. on top of the one that's on top of Vulcan, and it is grappling Thasis. There is the mossy covered one that is moving in to take over where the gray one was. And in fact, because the gray one's left its space, it charges in with its reaction and attacks Thasis. <laughs> I don't like think you. a 12 hits you, correct? No, that does so not. So just its claw reaches out, grapples you, mm-hmm. and gets you with a six. Doesn't it know that when you grapple me, it's also grapples? <laughs> correct. <laughs> it doesn't have a chance or a choice. It's serrated edge. If it's mossy and I firebolt it, will it stay on fire? <laughs> right. No, it's moss. That'd be cool. It's not, gonna, it's, not it's living <laughs> moss. It's probably not gonna. Ah, uh, that'd be super cool. I'll I'll firebolt the copper one. Okay, the bronze one. Sounds good. You've hit. How much damage did you do? Nineteen. Ooh. And all right. This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales, a curated Dungeons & Dragons 5e game set in the Tales of the Yawning Portal adventure module by Wizards of the Coast. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at badbillyband. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at tavern underscore tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.